1: Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hammond. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got it going for you today. Took a couple days off uh, towards the end of last week. And so we got all, all that news to cover plus news from over the weekend. Blues made some little signings here and there. Um, but but mostly we're just gonna get an outlook on the, the upcoming season and give our thoughts on, on what we're what we're expecting from the NHL season whenever it does happen to start. Uh, before we to that Tommy you have a good weekend you have a nice fun weekend
0: I did yeah I got to hang out with uh, some of my buddies back home. Uh, it was one of my buddy in particular it was 20. 20- 23rd birthday i believe nice. um so we went to bottomless mimosas at wheelhouse and then we went to sports social which is the new one in ballpark village um got absolutely plastered having a good time <laughs> social distancing as well with the masks course, and everything um course. every place we stopped did
1: a really good job of that so that was that's a lot of fun like to see that's what we like to see yeah it's been it's been a fun weekend kind of a slow slow uh, news weekend for for hockey at least um but, hey, the Houston Astros got eliminated. I don't know if you saw that. I did see um, that. You always God. love the, to see that. You you do. I was getting a little worried there. Like, they were so bad during the regular season, and then the playoffs rolled around, and they kind of, I guess the, the lack of, the, 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 they turned that pressure around, Yeah, seemingly. Like, they, 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 you, a they gear, used it to kinda. fuel them. Yeah, so I was getting a little nervous. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, if they win a World Series, this is going to be the most, I, I, I would understand how why people hate me for being Patriots fans now. Like, I get it.
0: Get it. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of along that same level, but I thought it was funny. I forgot who made the comments. I don't know if it's George Springer or Correa or who, but someone was like, well, oh, we made like the playoffs and now we're like making noise. So like, what do you have to say now? Like to the fans, it's like we still cheated last year. First of all, yeah. so that doesn't really yeah. matter. And Second of all, I'm pretty sure in the regular season they were like a 500 team. So like, congratulations that half the MLB made the playoffs. But like, I'm still not impressed. <laughs> and now they're hmm. then now they're out and going home. So
1: yeah, yeah. That's I what mean, I have hey, to say now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever talked about this with you, but my roommates asked me at the beginning uh, at the beginning of uh, baseball uh, playoffs, and they said, "Who do you see in the in the World Series?" And I said, Rays Dodgers." Um, knowing did you? not really anything, I did. Wow. I did?
0: Wow. I, I'm.
1: I, I yeah. I'm just. I'm. I'm unfortunately asking you to take my word because I wish I got it on the pod, but <laughs> but I'm pretty proud of that one. I don't really know that much about baseball, but I like. I, I've been following it. Uh, following the the shortened season because how could you not sixty games right. in two months? That's chaos. Um, so that's exciting. I, 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 I think, think we so might have talked. About, we
0: might have talked about early early like World Series picks on here, and I think I remember you bringing up the Rays. All right, just all their, right. their pitching was nasty. I definitely said the yeah. Dodgers though, and I think uh, I don't know if I said it at the time, but definitely now the fact that they're in the World Series, like it doesn't even matter like who they go up against. Like they've got such a vendetta after what happened last season, how they feel like they got wrongfully stripped from the title and all that stuff. I don't see anybody being able to take them down. So,
1: yeah, we'll see what happens. No, that's- that's that's a good point. Um, I think I think they got a chip on their shoulder, but I think the Rays are sort of like that uh, the the you know the bunch of misfits that you wouldn't expect to to go that far. That is true. Um, They're definitely
0: the underdogs. Uh huh. Uh huh. And, and it's oh my god! As much as it pains me to see Randy Arosarena just absolutely tearing up the league because the Cardinals said hey, we're good with mediocre outfielders. Let's ship out our one with superstar talent. (laughs) So uh, that's fun. I'm still rooting for him, obviously, but every time he hits a dinger, like I'm cheering on the outside, but inside, like it's just pain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of the the MLB is is a who's who of the Cardinals uh, traded away players and and such. Yeah, Um, Luke Voigt too. That's nice. Luke Voigt, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but baseball has been fun to watch, honestly. Um, I, I, I can't say that uh, all the time, but I've enjoyed it. Uh, this 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 postseason has been fun. Razor, it's a little bit Razor, better Razor. when the season's
0: not as long and, like, curling. Yep, you know? yep. it's so 162 games for any season is a lot. Right. Much right. less it's baseball.
1: Easy. That's already a slow game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. I think we can shift shift talks back to uh hockey. Where do you want to start, Tommy? I know Jake Neighbors just signed his entry level deal, which is awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. We can him. we can
0: we can start there. Yeah. Congrats right. to the boy, friend of the pod. Uh. Absolutely. Not that we didn't see this coming, but like I said, like I said when we were talking to him, I feel like we're gonna see him sooner rather than later. Um. And obviously, this is the first step in that process. But with like like we said at the time as well, Jaden Schwartz's contract coming up, like. He could easily be kind of the heir to that regime of that play style player that uh-huh. they like slotting in the top six. So, uh-huh.
1: gotta get his feet think, wet at some point. I think it's kind of I think it's kind of funny when we were talking to him. I don't remember if it was on the pod or off the or off the air, but when we were basically saying like, "Oh yeah, it's been a crazy few days," uh, hoping things will calm down. He's like, "Oh yeah, these next few days shouldn't be really anything special." And then he <laughs> signs a multi million dollar contract yeah, a few exactly. days later. <laughs> Just relax and you know the usual. Nothing's but yeah, it's great to see. I think the Blues had a really good draft. Um, and I think Neighbors is is the, the spearhead of that good draft class. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, looking around other draft news, I know Colton Ellis just got named to the QMJHL team of the week, which is awesome. He had a nice little shout-out.
0: Yeah, with the, uh, with the Islanders. It was 25 saves, right? I was watching yeah, that because I follow the I follow them on Twitter and I saw them tweeting out like updates. I didn't realize they were playing yet. So I was like, oh shit, like hockey's on. That's dope. <laughs> so then I was like, just I turned on their notifications and kept watching. I was like, damn, like Ellis hasn't let in a goal yet. That's a good sign. And then they're like right. starting the third period. And I was like, damn, Ellis still hasn't let in a goal yet. That's a good sign. And then next thing I know, 25 saves, shut up.
1: Love to see Love to see, see it. it. And then, uh, speaking of twenty-five, uh, Alexei Toropchenko over in the KHL racked up twenty-five penalty minutes in in his 25? KHL debut. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah, we know
0: like that? You said it, you said before the pot it was like a knee.
1: Yeah, kneeing? he got assessed a, a five-minute major for kneeing, okay. and then a twenty-minute game misconduct. Huh. I'm, yeah. so I'm
0: assuming it was like a knee-on-knee knee hit that was probably blatantly obvious
1: yeah unless Don't he like, like need some dash. dude
0: in the head while he was on the ground <laughs> which I would hope that wasn't the scenario but I guess we'll Either see way. it's just weird though that both of our both of our Russian prospects <laughs> seem to like have just high penalty minutes all the time Klims was like 94 <laughs> I think last season
1: in 60 something games <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's fun <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah um Definitely definitely uh, a lot to be excited about, per se, um, if if you wanted to get excited about that. But you hey, love some guys with gumption on the team.
0: Yeah, always. bring a little tenacity. I don't mind mm-hmm. that. But also, at the mm-hmm. same time, you got to stay on the ice to make a difference. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Where do, where do you want to go to next, Tom? What else? We got a lot of... A lot of, a lot of area to cover.
0: Mm, let's go. I really want to talk about Mitch Ranke, just and in general, Ranke? because I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, ever Who's since that? 2018, like uh, when he, well, we, we'll get into it. You can start with the, start with the leader of the news if you got it pulled up. Because I don't the have leader. Oh, I, 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 don't
1: know if I do. Okay.
0: Uh, well, it was, uh, I was basically Austin Pagansky and Mitch Ranke signed a two way contract. With oh yeah, yep. Blues, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: right. It was announced
1: yesterday, I think. I believe so. I think I saw that yesterday. Something like that.
0: Yesterday, the day before. Um, but obviously, Pugansky, um came up with the blues for a little bit. Made a difference. He's got. He's kind of like one of those two way players. Uh, a lot like Mackenzie McEchron, honestly. Um, He's not going to be flashy offensively. He's not going to score a fuck ton of goals, but he does all the little things right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in the NHL, the AHL for a while. He knows what he's doing. He's been around the way. Um, finally got a chance and played pretty well with the Blues. Uh, Mitch Ranke, I think, came up in his rookie season in the AHL. I believe. And he played like a couple games and did all right. Um, but in the AHL, he broke the franchise record for rookie defenseman points. With was impressive. I think it was – I think it was 62. And he broke the record, which was 44, and that was set by Sonk Daddy Keith Yandel. So, <laughs> kind of impressive. Obviously. I feel like no one's really talked about him because everybody's been focused on Perunovic and, like, Mikula and all these other defensive prospects and what's happening with Petrangelo and Vince Dunn and all that. Like, there's a lot going on. I get it. But don't sleep on Mitch Ranky. is all I'm saying because he's off- He's an offensive defenseman. He's a power play quarterback. Which is a nut, Like we still need a power play quarterback. I know we got Tory Crew, but we could use a couple more. Um, so, I would not see. I would not be surprised to see him make an impact on this team, and a mm-hmm. big impact of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, Tommy. You know, you know what makes a big impact for me when I'm hungry. What's that? A built bar. Absolutely fills me up. Love it. We know the bill part is delicious, but the new and improved bill part is even delicious. Err, eighteen amazing flavors with the twelve classics. You know them, you love them, but the six brand new ones: caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia. Lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. And the best part is built Bars are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. Uh, They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, so great if if you're on a diet. I know Tommy loves the peanut butter flavor, so let me tell you a little bit more about that. You got 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. Um, so go to and right now and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. So I know, I know we talked about Mitch and the blues sort of adding to their, their decor, but, um, I, I think we still we still haven't finished closed the book entirely on the Petrangelo conversation. Um as as the days have gone by more more news have come out, more comments have come out and, and it really is looking like uh Petrangelo w- w- was willing to come back up until up until Tori Crew got signed, which which is unfortunate to see.
0: Yeah, kind of kind of a stinger, but I I'm there with you 100%. I just like <laughs> All things considered, in the in the comments he made um, to like the Vegas media in his video, and I thought I saw a couple comments from like Vegas fans um, in the replies to that video that were basically like, "Like I love to have Petrangelo here. Like he's obviously a great defenseman, but you can tell like in his like body language and the way that he's speaking in the video that like this wasn't his top priority. Like he'd rather be in St. Louis. So that's kind of." disheartening just because like like I said before like it, Petrangelo reminds me of a guy like Adam Wainwright and just like the impact that he had on the organization and everything he brought to this team and like even like the championship as well like that's the kind of player you want to end up retiring with your team and the fact that he's I mean he still could with like a like a short contract but the fact that he's going to spend seven years in Vegas just it sucks
1: yep it really does and uh watching that video and kind of having it really set in, I think at the same time it was really setting in for him as well. It was right. disheartening, but I also wish him the best. I'm happy that he's getting his bag, that he's getting paid. And uh, I think it, you know, it allows the blues to, to give some more ice time to some more younger pieces, which which is, is always an exciting thing um, at an unfortunate cost, obviously, but I think it can in the long run end up being somewhat mutually beneficial. Um, obviously, not what anyone envisioned. I think heading into this off season, um, it, it, you could tell. It, you could tell it, it wasn't. It was right up until the last minute. I think he was pretty blindsided by the Krug thing. Yeah. Um, which kind of reflects on the the whole humanity of it. I know we talk about it from time to time. Like at the at the end of the day, these guys are people. Um, so you know if you were if you were due for your raise. Uh, at, at your at your job, and all of a sudden they hired someone in the exact same position of, as you, um, and then broke off communications with you. You'd be a little you'd be a little shell shocked too, right? Um, exactly. So it's unfortunate, but at the end of the day, it's business. And uh, puck will still drop next year, and Blues will still be a competitive team thanks to Doug Armstrong working with what he can to uh, make this team remain uh, competitive without Petrangelo. So yeah, speaking it'll be, it'll be of worse.
0: speaking of. Uh, Competitive, Josh. How how competitive do you think this team is going to be? Because in the last episode, I laid out like pretty much all the question marks I had surrounding this team. But I want to hear like your takes on where you think the Blues will be fine and like succeed and progress.
1: Yeah, maybe be I more think...
0: productive, but and un- also areas where they might need work next season.
1: I think this team is sort of shifting into their. Um... This, this, so when I when I look at the Blues, I, I like I, I find a lot of similarities to, between them and, and teams that have won cups in the past, uh, with some really strong cores. Um, for example, like a team like Pittsburgh. Um, was initially really successful with one strong dominant core. Um, but then over time only so many of those players stayed and the rest of the roster was made up of a lot of young guys who just played above their played above, uh, what was expected of them. And, Mm -hmm. and I think obviously it was great to get the initial cup with the, with the, with the original gang, but it wasn't realistic to keep that those guys around for in in their, in, in in the roster's entirety. Like we, we returned all but two players from the Stanley cup winning team. That never happens. Um, so it was sort of a, a, a reality that we knew was coming that we had to face. And and it's unfortunate that we did have to sacrifice Petrangelo of all players, but I, I think this team still has a really strong core, um, you know, in O'Reilly, um, Shen, Schwartz, Perron, Tarasenko, if and when he's healthy, uh, Colton Pareko, don't forget the things he did for the Blues in their cup run. He was maybe the best player on the ice for them in, in, in the Bruins series. Um so he's you know, I think he's going to have a, a much increased role this year. I think that's what it really comes down to is it's going to be increased roles for a lot of guys. Um, as long as the players we expect to, to be good are good, uh, the O'Reillys, the Shens, the Perrons. like yeah, that that that'll be great. But I don't think that they have enough of those players where they can just rely on that. They're going to need some uh, elevated performances from a Jordan Cairo, uh a Robert Thomas, uh, a Vince Dunn, if 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 he comes back, uh, Nico Mikola Mitch Ranky, whatever it may be. There's going to be there's going to need to be something that not not isn't expected, but there's going to be a lot of a lot of stepping up needed for the team to contend and I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's a, just a different sort of Style of, of of competitiveness than than we saw, versus it was just night in night out. Blues hockey won them games. I don't I don't know if they have the depth to to do to rely on that to win a Stanley Cup again. But I, I do think they have a really good balance between those gritty, really really smart players and then fat, young fast high energy players that can kind of provide you with that with that boost. Um, so I, I think to if I had to sum it up, if the Blues get um elevated performances from their rookies like we've been seeing all throughout the league guys that you know seemingly you've never heard of lighting it up uh scoring 30 goals whatever it may be if the blues get one or two guys like that i think that that that's what it'll take for them to be competitive but it's going to have to be a big step up from uh someone someone we ne- we maybe aren't aren't expecting it from
0: yeah i i would have to agree with that 100 um but even, yeah, even on the topic of, like, if it's not rookies, like someone just exceeding expectations, like a guy like Zach right. Sanford, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, I talked about last episode, but um, we kind of saw two shades of him, right? Last season, like, we saw the shade of, like, the scapegoat of everyone's, like, blues hockey woes and, like, ship him out of here, get him out of here. Like, he has no idea what he's doing, why is he in the top six, all that stuff. And the next thing you know, he's scoring five goals a game and he's on a hot streak of, like, seven points in 10 games. So I feel like he in the second half of the season might've like taken that next step. Um, it's possible. It's also possible that he just caught fire at the right time and gained confidence and who knows he could regress again. So it's going to be interesting to see how his development, I mean, not really development, but like what happens with him next season, as well as all the pieces that you mentioned, but also in terms of goaltending too, because Jake Allen I think everyone can kind of agree that he was the better. He had the better season last year in terms of stats. Um, so Bennington, I feel like, is going to have a much larger load, especially now that they have a rookie backup. Um, so that's going to be interesting too to see how Bennington takes on that larger role, as well as how Husso performs when he's called upon.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think the the biggest theme of this season is going to be increased roles for a lot of players, um, especially on the defensive end. I think players are going to be getting. Uh, a large bump in minutes. Colton Pareko is going to probably go to a a consistent 30 plus minute a night guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you know, Tori Krug um, being added to the the squad certainly helps, but then Marco Scandella as a result might be playing 25 minutes a night. Uh, Vince Dunn, if he's around and then whoever they bring in out of like their, their promising depth of rookies, uh, whether it's Ranky, Mikola Perunovic, what have you. Um, so they're going to have to step up for sure. And then on offense, there's just going to be, I think the, the top six is, is pretty set in stone for now, but that third, fourth line um, could, could be an opportunity for some younger guys to show out. And then goaltending, I think is a, a very underlooked aspect of, of this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going with a, a goalie that's going into a second full year of NHL experience. And then a goalie that's going into his first full year. So no, that that can be a bad thing but that can also be a really good thing i think i think it's going to be a very energetic tandem I think Vili huso's hungry to play and i I think he can he might be a really really good goalie next year um, a really good backup we've seen that out of a lot of teams though they're, they're calling up their young goalies and they're lighting it up from day one i mean we saw it with the blues so i think that is the potential to work out really nicely for this team and honestly that might be the watching Vili huso play might be one of the one of the most um underrated intriguing, intriguing things yeah. about next year I feel like that hasn't really been talked about a lot yeah, due to like and all that but you know watching a new watching a goalie put on your uniform and go between the pipes for the first time is always intriguing because it's like hey these might be the next we might be watching this guy play goalie for us for the next five years wh- wh- whatever what, what's he like um, it's an important position as we know so I'm excited but we're getting close to the end of today's episode so let's take one more short break and we'll come right back and wrap it up All right. So on that similar vein of like Vili Huso and and, and uh, d- changes for next season, what are you most excited about uh, to see it from the Blues in, in 2020, 2021? Um, I think whenever it starts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Next season. Um, I think the I think the main thing I'm excited for is I, if you guys have been following my Twitter and, and listening to the podcast, really, um, you can kind of get a sense for how excited i get when the draft comes around and like watching prospects play and just kind of like evaluating their talent i guess um and i think you hit the nail on the head when the when you said the blues are going to rely on the rookies and their young guys and developing and playing above their role so i think just that as a whole is going to be a lot of fun for me Mm -hmm. uh just watching all these young guns come up and like we kind of because we kind of already, already understand like what we have in the veterans and in the past, like we've relied on the veterans, but now that we are already starting the season off with Vladdy and uh, Steiner hurt, uh, like you said, it, you are going to have to lean on the rookies a little bit. So it's going to be exciting for me to evaluate uh, further, I guess, what they're good at, what they're not doing well um, and see who kind of steps into that
1: role of taking the reins. Right. Absolutely. And, and it's kind of, it's not the best way to look at it, but you know, someone has to score, So given these, given these guys increased roles, whoever it may be is, is all but guaranteeing that someone breaks out this year in some way, shape or form, because that's just how hockey works is there's countless talented players Mm -hmm. and some guys just don't get the right opportunity at the right time. Um, So I'm definitely excited about that too. There's definitely going to be some surprises in there. Um, There's probably going to be some disappointments in there too. Um, But, but that's the exciting part about, you know, watching young guys develop, watching prospects develop and. Uh, honestly the one the one thing that the blues have been missing over the past few years not, not to take anything away from robert thomas but I, I there's been so many flashy exciting rookies and i feel like we've yet to like really get someone who dominates the highlight tapes and stuff like i want yeah. i want to see like nhl accounts tweeting about tweeting about uh, our rookies and stuff like that and i feel like next year's a good opportunity to, to have someone really break out in that way not even rookie but just young younger guys in general
0: Right, it yeah. could
1: be It could be Robert Thomas. It, it could, could be Jordan Cairo. But, I
0: feel like Robert him. Thomas is probably the favorite right now, but I think Jordan Cairo is a good sleeper.
1: Well, everyone who uh, – blues fans know how good Robert Thomas is. Um, I think outside of that, he's a little mo- more underrated, but yeah. I'm talking about someone that's going to catch us by surprise too, not just everyone else.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, we, we could be completely off here. It could be like a late-round pick. Like – just absolutely lighten up the AHL and they're like, we have no choice but to call this guy up. And then he comes in and lights up the NHL too. Like it could be just some guy not even on our radar. And that's, mm-hmm. that's funny. Well. <laughs> it's
1: It's a real, it's a real fun way to frame uh lack of roster depth. Um yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but fortunately I think, I think the blues have plenty of depth and, and, and it's been why they've succeeded in the past. And yeah, we're turning to a lot of maybe lesser trusted names, but I don't think there's any reason to have no faith in this team um, or, or seem like we're not a contender now, now that we lost Petrangelo. Like, yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it sucks. But we did add Tory Crew. We did have a really great draft class. Um, and we had m- maybe the best scout of uh, in, the, in the league uh, at the helm for, our, for the past few years in Bill Armstrong. Considering he got a GM job, he must have been pretty damn good at what he was doing. So uh, there's a lot to look forward to. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and you would expect for his his talents to rub off on the people around him too. So it's not like – I mean obviously we're losing Bill Armstrong who's like the centerpiece of like the whole shebang right there. But I, I feel like the guys that we still have, it's not like they're like clueless, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like we'll be all right. Our farm system's still up there in the top ranks I think. Um, even if the rest of the NHL doesn't believe so, uh, I mean we've seen the talent that comes out of there. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Hmm. Hmm.
1: all right i think we're getting close to the end of today's episode you got anything else to add tommy before we wrap this one up no that's all i got to say i'm all excited right, for the next right, season
0: right. let's get the boys Sounds going
1: i'm gonna see
0: some training camp soon my god oh yeah
1: oh yeah things could pick up pretty quickly who knows it's a january um, right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. i'm excited and hey right after my we birthday got the, we got the winter classic to look forward to yeah we do i'm it trying to go wild. yeah yeah um they're gonna break out some nice uniforms i'm excited to see what they do with like a white version of of mm-hmm. uh of, of their of their look i'm excited we'll we'll get into that and more later this week so stay tuned follow us on instagram and twitter at lockdown blues follow me on twitter at josh i nhl follow tommy at t welcher 15 and that's all we got for you today thanks so much for listening and as always let's go blues